0: I'm Matt. This is the episode where we say the words Big Cloaca. Cole, open your mouth, prepare your tongue, because you're about to get a taste. I cannot believe
1: we've gone 12 episodes without me being able to talk about Final Fantasy.
2: Cole, I know the doll is bad, so I gotta think the dusty balloon is less bad.
3: I mean, if all life
0: everywhere ends... What have I lost? Facial <laughs> hair as a theme is not something I ever would have chosen.
1: So yeah, that's the one that Rock is just sweaty the whole time. Yeah, you've got that good,
3: good, pointy Jafar beard.
1: <laughs> I've got three pages of AMA citations.
3: This is the debate. This podcast. Hello, welcome to debate.
1: This the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. In this podcast, we take time out of our busy adult lives to talk about comics, video games, and how I'd love to talk about a third thing. Maybe a recent announcement or a new game, but my life is just Fire Emblem Three Houses. It is only Fire Emblem Three Houses, and that's all it will ever ever be until the end of time.
0: How many times have you beaten Fire Emblem Three Houses? it's three times Any Are there any more storylines left there are no nope, that's one for each house todd
3: There are actually four storylines so i'm not oh, even done jesus. yet jesus so and i'm pretty sh- i'm pretty sure nintendo plans on DLCing it until the end of time they're too, gonna keep adding to keep hu- they're just gonna keep adding houses to keep people <laughs> like andrew hooked to this game mm-hmm. for the rest of their lives fire emblem housing development
1: <laughs> every time they do a dlc they add pajamas and they add 20 hours to the game pajamas
3: yep that's what that's what they do. Have you have you dove into um Fire Emblem Heroes yet, the mobile game? Um
1: I've downloaded it now 3 times and I <laughs> one
0: for every house. One for each house.
1: house. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't really I can't like get into those gachapon games. Like I'll play them while I poop for a couple times for like a couple days at work, but yeah. I just I can't get into it.
3: Have you? I I played it for a while when it first came out cuz I had a lot of downtime at my um AV job at OSU, but um, at, no, educa- higher since, education
1: authority name redacted.
3: Yes, um, and at, since have since deleted it because again, just like you, I was like, well, I could keep playing this, but it would require me to spend about two hundred dollars a month to keep competitive. Yes, and I don't know how people or why people do yep. that.
1: And I can see on our video chat that we're losing Todd. So let's talk about something else today. Went
3: straight to Instagram. Because <laughs> the
2: only thing <laughs> I care less about Fire Emblem Three Houses is Fire Emblem Mobile Game.
1: <laughs> you look like my wife every time I talk about Fire Emblem Three Houses. Well, anyway, we'll get you, Todd, <laughs> we'll
3: find we'll find that hook that that brings you in.
1: We're going to talk about a different agent of chaos. In fact,
3: our favorite pink agent of chaos, Kirby. You like that like were we talking about an agent of chaos before this? I don't know. Yeah, was, I don't remember that. Okay. Was a weird segue. That,
1: that was my segue. Uh, anyway, we've already presented <laughs> <to you. laughs> we've already presented to you a few different ways that Kirby can mix with other universes. We've talked about them a few times now. Um, ways to elevate himself to a full-on nightmare. But now we felt it was really t- time to dive in on the concept. Um, as we all know, Kirby has the ability to swallow his enemies and harness their energies by digesting them.
0: Swallowing, digesting. We we try not to. We try not to look Don't, too much yeah, into it. Yeah, it's best not to get into it. Something, yeah. something, pocket dimension. <laughs> uh,
1: now, normally those enemies are cute little puffs of fire or a little, little cyclops that shoots a beam from its eye. Harmless, cute little monsters in the Disney sense.
0: But That sentence made me think of Kirby swallowing Mike Wazowski, and I like that
3: yeah oh i see i i thought scott summers and also liked it but that's
0: fine i
1: guess both can be right
0: i is wait so i mean fantastic four is a marvel property so yeah. scott summers is now a disney monster scott summers is x-men but yes shit we
3: have a <laughs> comics podcast oh my god Andrew, you have what no are we doing to here today even Didn't i control that. this this is this is going off the rails quickly.
1: But what if the enemies that Kirby was ingesting were not cute little monsters, but rather a team of psychotic mercenaries, each with superpowers more inexplicable than
3: the last. Go well, on that sounds <laughs> incredible. So
1: incredible, <laughs> it, it might be worth talking about, huh? Let's do it. Well, we always need a flimsy <laughs> let's let's, <Kyle>. scrap, <laughs> let's scrap let's scrap whatever we were gonna talk it. about
3: today and and talk about this instead. Deal. We
1: and we we know we always need a flimsy setup. So we here at Debate This Counter-Terrorism, Inc. have just been oh, awarded God. a contract. <laughs> We've just been awarded a contract to stop the efforts of the villains pulled from the Metal Gear Solid series. The client has given us a single Kirby as our only weapon against them. Because, he, because they did. <laughs> a
2: single Kirby.
1: <laughs> so, so it's up to us to figure out which of those villains Kirby should consume to give us the best fighting chance. As always... I'm joined today by Todd, Nanomachines Thomas, Kyle, Fish and Mailed Harper, and Matt, You're Pretty Good Cole.
0: Hey, thanks. That was really nice. Yeah. You're welcome.
3: <laughs> Fish and Mailed is pretty good. I'm imagining like the, all the bureaucracy involved with like letting a team of military scientists have a Kirby to to like experiment <laughs> on because they're such volatile like beings of chaos. That's all. I like the setup for this. And the
1: fact that their weapon is one Kirby.
0: <laughs> yes, a single Kirby. a single Kirby. So I I, I want to clarify that we are, we have one Kirby and we have to beat all the Metal Gear bosses, but we get to pick one Metal Gear boss for Kirby to inhale for us to then use to beat all the other bosses. Yes, that is the setup that I have created. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we could also <laughs>
0: title this What If Kirby Were Mega Man? And also the robot masters were Metal Gear bosses.
1: So before we talk combat (laughs) strategy. (laughs)
0: Oh, wow. Shut
2: up, Matt. (laughs) I'm sorry.
1: I want you each to go around, excluding Matt, and tell me which of the classic Metal Gear Gear Solid series bosses that you want Kirby to target. Now, I realize none of you guys have played Metal Gear Solid, so this is going to be fun. Now, once, now the deal is, Matt, once Kirby inhales your chosen boss, excuse me, what power manifests? Let's start with Todd.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I knew it was my turn, and I didn't want to say anything. So, Andrew, right? Yes, Todd. Remember Psycho Manus from, like, one of the most, I guess, like, well-known, probably bosses of all time?
1: I do. He could read your memory card.
2: Yeah, so I'm going to do you one better and give you Screaming Mantis, right? It's not better. So it is better (laughs) because... So Screaming Mantis, going to give it to you. And by it, I mean psychological warfare due to uncontrollable emotional fits. Um, So Screaming Mantis is part psychic, part mind-controller part Dr. Octopus, General Grievous, all horrifying. And like in her tragic backstory, she had to consume the flesh of those who died around her to survive. So like nice. her and Kirby kind of have lots in common already. Um, and if true. Kirby, yeah, if Kirby consumes uh, screaming mantis, Kirby will basically become a small pink god amongst men, so Kirby will now be able to fully levitate, will have control over extra appendages, and will then be able to read and control the minds of those that this monster attacks. We've made the joke multiple times that Kirby is the harbinger of death, but now we have officially created this monstrosity that should just never have existed. But we've got it now, and we control it for the debate this counterterrorism force or whatever our <laughs> thing is this week.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's it's our harbing, harbinger of death. Harbinger yeah. of death. Do you guys remember? Yeah.
1: Um, do you remember Goro from Mortal Kombat?
3: Yeah, it's yeah, a metal yeah. Goro
2: that mind controls people and floats.
1: Yeah, it just—I just got that image of Kirby with four very muscular arms. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the rest of the body is still like pink and round, but it's just these yeah. these like machamp arms that have yeah. just protruded out of its body. <laughs> oh, that's you're welcome. That's what I have, and gross. it has psychic control. So you're welcome.
1: All right. Well, Todd really playing into today's host. Uh, definitely points for uh, pink Goro. Um, Kyle, who are you bringing into the mix here?
3: So um, similar to Todd, I went with another uh, member of the Beauty and the Beast Corp from the Metal Metal Gear games. Um, similarly, has four uses four uh, metal appendages. Um, however, mine is the stealth member of the team because um, I thought that's if we're gonna go counter terrorist, it's best to not see them coming. And Kirby is going to that is um, the rule. Absorb, that's the rule. <laughs> is uh. Don't don't let them see you coming. They didn't paint the stealth bomber hot pink, so yeah, they did. Yeah, <laughs> um, but my character is uh, laughing uh, laughing octopus. I had to make sure I had that right. Yeah, it's, I had it. it looks screaming wrong. Screaming octopus earlier. It, it looks octopus. wrong because it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Andrew, that the name laughing octopus strikes fear into all men. The verb animal combination is very good. It is great.
1: The deal is there. This is, these are all from metal gear solid four. And uh, mm-hmm. the point was, these are like, or these are like copies of the bosses from metal gear solid one, which all have those same naming conventions. So there's like decoy octopus and psycho Manus, or who you yep. guys uh, people are based on.
3: Um, so, Again, similar to, to Screaming Mantis, um, when Kirby absorbs Laughing Octopus, he's going to get uh, a four arms and, and their nice tentacly <laughs> Dr. Octopus arms. Um, but rather than um, an uncontrollable psychic rage that uh, Kirby will get from Screaming Mantis, we're just going to get a nice um, invisible adaptive se- stealth suit on Kirby so he can use those four arms to strike unseen. And can use the four walls to climb walls and ceilings, strike at enemies from a distance, grapple with opponents, all that fun stuff. But the big thing is that invisibility, which is going to let our Kirby silent striker attack from the shadows (laughs) and take out our our terrorist enemies before they even know (laughs) what hit them.
1: All right. Can you, can you imagine? And in,
3: the, and in this case, it's an invisible pink ball of tentacles. And <laughs> yeah.
1: Imagine just like you're just like kind of, you know, standing your posts. And then all of a sudden behind you is this giant universe eating monster who appears <laughs> from nowhere. You, and
3: it just goes, <laughs> hi, and <just> like, <laughs> like grabs you with four tentacle arms and swallows you whole. And the last thing you see is you rushing towards its gaping mouth. It's terrifying. And it's, it's our weapon and it's great. Is
1: it canon that that's a cloaca? Is that canon?
3: I mean, by definition,
1: Kirby's
2: mouth is a cloaca. (laughs) And I hate how many times I've said that on this podcast. (laughs) I haven't said the word cloaca in any other conversation in the last decade, but here. Now you should,
3: you should work cloaca more into your daily conversations. Todd. I
2: shouldn't because I you don't should. want to go talk to HR.
3: Todd in his agreement
1: with big cloaca. <laughs> oh.
2: Big cloaca is the worst for it's a ska band. That's a ska band.
1: <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. Well, speaking of big cloaca, Matt, tell us. Yeah. Tell us who your, your uh, big cloaca of a Metal Gear boss is going to be.
0: Uh, my big cloaca is gonna be <laughs> Vulcan Raven, uh, the tank driver for Foxhound, which I think is from a different Metal Gear game uh, because it doesn't num- have the
1: M- MGS one. Yes,
0: MGS one. Yeah, it doesn't have the typical naming convention. Uh, anyway, Vulcan Raven, that guy's like actual tank. He both drives tanks and is also tank. Uh, he is a monster of a human being who carries around an M61A1 multi-barreled autocannon, which is... Those were words. Those were words. (laughs) um, And those are words that mean the actual gun they stick on the bottom of F-16 fighter planes, like it's oh. a plane gun, not a gun that shoots planes a gun that shoots planes, but a gun for shooting planes. <laughs> a, a gun that shoots planes, but a gun that you attach to other planes to shoot planes. Uh, uh. He just carries it around and also carries the absurdly huge ammo drum on his back. Um, I was really curious. one of these guns weighs two hundred and forty eight pounds, and that does not Fuck. count the ammo drum, the gun itself the The gun itself is the size of a person. Uh, that he just carries around.
3: Metal Gear Solid was released in 1998. That all tracks. Uh, <laughs> 1998, guy carrying an impossibly large gun. Yeah. That sounds about right. It fits the mold.
0: Did Rob Layfield work on Metal Gear Solid 1? Because he should have. So on top of Vulcan Raven and his massive gun, uh, he is also like a freaking shaman. Like real. He was He was raised by... Athabascans and inuits in the deep freeze of alaska and he is an alaskan shaman um he controls a horde of spirit ravens and they can spy on and attack his enemies and he can use the raven tattoo on his forehead to give enemies the mark of death which renders them temporarily immobile all of that is canon yep. and yeah you can just copy paste that shit into Kirby. Yeah. Now Kirby what? is jacked as hell, has a gigantic gun, <laughs> and controls spirit ravens and can mark of death people. It's the best. Wait, wait. I am, why? I am
3: not. I am still not convinced that Rob Layfield did not work on Metal Gear Solid One. This is preposterous. If, if you
1: if you want a good laugh to, to truly understand what 1998 was, <laughs> you should. Uh, you should watch the the final look up the Vulcan Raven death scene, like the cutscene that plays after your ears bo- the boss fight. It is some racist ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> is that the
0: is that the blood blood from the east flows through your veins or something like that? Is that mm-hmm. that whole you conversation? Know, it's, uh, it's
1: some real Native American mis- voodoo mysticism bullshit. Oh man. That's for sure.
0: And they thought
3: it and they thought it was like not racist yeah. is the best part it was they thought they time. were being woke at it, the time it was as
1: woke as the as the commercial as the old commercial with the native american crying as the car drives by and littering the highway that you know that yeah, you know is. that is
3: not a native american but a an italian american actor
0: <laughs> playing that. <laughs> oh, yeah oh no oh that's sad anyway spirit ravens big guns vulcan raven he's a shaman
2: I'm so lost on. Okay, so I did not play through a single Metal Gear Solid game like all the way through ever. I've played bits of many of them. I'm so lost that all of these bosses had to have so many dimensions like they could have chosen one or two gimmicks. But like (laughs) Matt, like like for for again, like for mine or for Kyle's like they've already got the four arms. Does yours fly, Kyle?
3: Because mine flies. Okay. Turns in, turns invisible though, which yeah. is yeah.
2: So like flying, flying in mind control and like forearms, cool. Like, and then like Matt reads his off and like it's carrying an airplane cannon. Oh, also it controls spirit <laughs> ravens. <laughs> yeah. It has a raven tattoo
3: and it can mark people for death that rends them Im- immobile. My impression of the Metal Gear Solid games from just from like. R- doing the research for this episode is that they decided on like four like tropes like yeah. key anime styles yep. f- and like just took the tropes of all of them and mashed them into one game yep. and was just like that's what it is they're, they're all like that
1: all the games are like that and and that's because they're the characters every is moment the story of the has game
3: going is for. buck wild it's absolutely Go Buck ahead. wild
1: there's there's a there's a fat man with roller skates who who uh, attaches C four? <laughs> bo- yeah, he's a boss, and
2: he and he drinks he drinks wine while he's doing it. Yep. He's like hedonism bot with yeah. C four on there, the wheels. There's
1: there's an old man who is a sniper who just dies if you don't attack him. There's a man who is made of bees, <laughs> like.
0: <laughs> what well, did you say? Bees or beads? Bees. Yep.
1: His name is the Pain, and he's made of bees. <laughs>
0: all right can we go on to the next question because this is that guy from the same game that snake smokes joints to heal yes that's so good (laughs) and then the screen
1: gets all groovy and goes (laughs) guys Metal gear solid is so good (laughs) is it all right so just to summarize we've got uh kirby um as a screaming psychotic who can control your mind yeah we've got kirby as a an octopus man kind of four-armed uh
3: invisible invisible ninja yep and then we've got
1: kirby with gun am i am i missing anything well spirit (laughs) ravens
3: spirit ravens and Mm -hmm. and mark of mark of death
0: Mm -hmm. buff kirby shaman with guns and also ravens
3: buff kirby Alright, well, since I'm only
0: on board if that
3: Kirby has a six pack. <laughs> Alright, let's move on. Does Shaman does Shaman Raven Kirby have a six pack? He does. He definitely good. does. Thank you. Uh,
1: since we only get one Kirby, one very, very buff Kirby, I need I need one I need a good reason why your chosen boss will be the best option. To help me understand why the Kirby version of your boss can beat up the Kirby versions of the others. Like if I pitted them all together in some sort of three player free for all. How would your version of Kirby come out on top?
2: So in this Kirby battle battle royale, oh, that's a that's a picture that just got put into our shared document. That's I'm <laughs> upset. Yikes! That Kirby looks like the really buff cow. If you've ever seen that, the really really muscular cow. <laughs> um.
0: Anyway, we'll share that at some point. All you have to do is Google buff Kirby. Trust me. <laughs>
3: There's not. It'll be yikes. the
1: episode image. Don't worry.
0: That'll be staying out of my
3: internet search history. Yeah, I don't need that. Yeah, so in this Kirby Battle Royale,
2: uh, I guess my Kirby with um, Screaming Mantis is going to mind control the next biggest threat. And so if it's coming down to who do I mind control of either like Stealthy McStab Kirby or Guns McGee Kirby, I'll probably stealth, uh, or I'll not stealth, I'll mind control control the stealth one because I'll sense him. And I'll be like, "You're mine now. Now go stab the gun, Kirby." And that's probably how this goes. So the bottom line is, in any situation, I'm going to mind control the second biggest threat, neutralize the remaining threats. Um, everyone but me is boned. So that is this is a real, uh, real situation that I just win. That's what it is. It's fine. No downfalls to my no downfalls
3: to my selection. <laughs> this sounds sounds very much like a Metal Dracula situation again, Todd.
0: It does. It sounds a little Metal Dracula.
3: Some would say this is a metal Dracula situation. I mean, that's great and all, but if it is great, thank you for saying that. If you can't, if you can't see, if you can't see my Kirby, if you don't know my Kirby's there, you're not going to be able to mind control it. That's that's how it works. Don't don't look into that too much. That's how it works. (laughs) And and if you can't, if you if you get Guns McGee here, like how are you going to use that against invisible Kirby? Because can't see it can't shoot it with guns if you can't see it just sneak around until until i'm out of out of your range and and tentacle him up i've got a question but i'll wait until you're done
0: wait did you just say out of range like out of range of my gun but still in range of your tentacles i did i didn't think that sentence (laughs) your your tentacles Um, have longer range than my guns yes is this futurama
3: yes shut up um (laughs) What was your question, Todd?
2: My my question is, so maybe Guns McGee can't see the Invisible Kirby. Can the Spirit Raven, Ravens see Invisible Kirby Y or N? Yeah, Y, Y, all Y. <laughs> what are the rules
0: for the Spirit Ravens? <laughs> I got to Google that. I won't Google Buff Kirby, but I'll Google that. Spirit Ravens can absolutely track invisible kirby is it my turn does this just segue into my turn (laughs) (laughs) i think so first off todd you can suck it because according to some wow forum i found from 2011 shamans can't be mind controlled so you you can suck (laughs) on that one good Um, are
3: wow shamans the same no (laughs) No. shamans
1: shamans. are like a thing in real world Like they're not based on World of Warcraft.
0: Well, what other literature was I supposed to find on shamans in the internet this afternoon? Oh,
1: I don't know. Like, how about sh- well, shamans?
0: Like, <laughs> okay, this, so I
1: like so source. I googled
2: if I googled um what are rules on spirit ravens and it took me to (laughs) the ravens fan page where their mission is winning winning football games on the field so i'm gonna say that uh that the spirit ravens can in fact see invisible uh stabby kirbys yeah well
0: just like when i googled can shamans be mind controlled (laughs) the the first semi-legitimate source i came up with was a wow forum so to to any of our
3: listeners who who are dissatisfied with this episode? We will refund any money you spent
0: listening to this episode. <laughs> you
1: already made that joke. Is... You can't make that joke two weeks in a row.
0: <laughs> did I make that joke? Yes, you, did you <laughs> definitely did. Um, anyway, so uh, spirit ravens. I stand by it. I'll put the mark of death on Kyle, and then he can't move. You can't see me. I don't need to see you. It's a spirit thing. I can. The spirit sense ravens
2: you. do. Spirit ravens, Kyle. Are there more? Question. Hold question on, on, for hold man. On,
1: hold on. Hold on. Uh, this okay. is this is very important. Point of clarification. Hit me. One, do the ravens do the spirit ravens go first or second after the gun? Like, do you shoot out the spirit ravens as your spotter or are they like clean up?
0: They're they're first. Spirit ravens are first. Okay,
1: so in this so in this example, you would shoot out spirit ravens and they would find Kyle. Right. We're just gonna kill <laughs> Kyle, I guess.
2: Question question for Matt Re um Spirit Ravens. Sure. Um, do you have more than four of them? Yes. All right, sorry, that's four legs for stabbing, Kyle. I think Matt's got you in yeah, this one. Yeah, I have
0: a, I mean, it's a, it's a literal horde. Again, to refer back to that one cutscene Andrew talked about, the spirit ravens literally are enough to eat Vulcan raven after he dies, so um, there are a lot of spirit ravens. They do that. It's a horde. They, um Yeah. Yeah, so spirit ravens, they're going to track Kyle, and then he gets the mark of death, and he can't move, and he gets gunned down, and then... Kyle or uh, Todd, you can't mind control me. And I shoot you with my giant gun. Um, now here's the thing. Muscle Kirby. Here's the
2: thing. I Googled, can Ravens be mind controlled? Right. And so can Ravens, um, ra- Ravens, Ravens have human like uh, communication and cognitive abilities and humans can be mind controlled. That's, that's okay. just logic.
1: That's interesting.
0: Todd, interesting. You've been scienced. I don't know what to tell you. All right. Well, okay. So I have a question. I have a counter to that. Mm-hmm. Um, how many people can Screaming Mantis mind control at a time?
2: Well, she's only ever against one bad thing ever at one time. So, so all, all of the bad things, all of is them,
0: one at a time,
3: 1000% of the
0: people no, in the room. The, yes. The math,
3: mat, the math is when, When Screaming Mantis is in a fight, it controls 100% of its enemies. Yes, that is the record. I would like to
1: offer up an argument.
3: Sure. Unbeaten and unscored upon. Well, it's definitely beaten and scored upon, but still the point stands. I think my new goal is to just piss off the one person in this group who has played Metal Gear. So So in the
1: games, (laughs) in the games, Psycho, Psycho Mantis slash Screaming Mantis powers are are shown as to be like an AOE. yeah Yeah. okay so the ravens get
2: within range of me and then i mind control them the baltimore ravens the baltimore (laughs) ravens whose (laughs) whose mission is to win and win at football when they come within range of me i mind control them
0: but todd these aren't (laughs) ravens like these aren't actual birds these are spirit birds
2: Listen man, I don't make I can not I I can't I can't correct what the internet has given me. Much like you were given wow shaman information, I was given you got I the was Baltimore given,
0: Raven's fan page.
2: I was given information from newscience.com, and that's what I have for you. Am I dying? Is this a fever dream? <laughs> you like, are now no, subscribed like, to like Raven, Raven facts.
3: Half, the last 15 minutes of this podcast have made no hey sense. Hey Kyle, if
1: you think this is a fever dream, wait until you play one of the Metal Gear Solid games, bud. <laughs> um we're going to move on. Because, oh no In the cutscene triggered after the last battle It was revealed that Revolver Ocelot Was actually alive, but hiding in the body Of a robot, and now the robot's nanomachines Have networked into a decommissioned Metal Gear And it inadvertently
3: activated I can't tell if you made that up or if that's a real plot point From one of the games And now Revolver
1: Same. Ocelot is aiming a stockpile of nukes At the Shadow Government, operating in the basement of the Pentagon Where all the real laws happen What? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, this is actually like, this could legitimately be a plot of Metal Gear Solid if it's not already. It is a
1: mix of the plot twists from MGS's 1, 2, and 4.
3: Is Revolver Ocelot a real character? Yeah, yeah. oh, oh yeah. Sure. He, is oh, like, yeah. Okay. he is
1: like the recurring like, anti hero. Oh, okay. Go on. Um, also, his arm is actually Liquid Snake, who is uh, Solid Snake's um, biological twin brother, who has a
3: Shut British up. accent. His, his arm is. A person. Yes, it is. <laughs> what? Metal Gear Solid is a really fucked up game. Uh, what was the what was the LSD budget on the Metal Gear Solid games?
1: Man, I wish you guys had played these games. You would really understand.
3: <laughs> what <Would> we? are <laughs> <laughs> not. Um,
1: but now, but, but I mean, now you get all the memes because these games are cuckoo bananas. Um, so what did I say? Revolver slots aiming a stockpile of nukes at yeah, the shadow that's gun. That's the one. That's it. Right. Um, So tell me how your Kirby boss is going to use its newfound powers to save us from the Metal Gear threat.
2: Mind control. Um, You're going to mind control a robot. (laughs) I'm going to mind control the Revolver revolver Ocelot's arm and make it punch himself because his arm is a person, as you just told me five <laughs> seconds ago. Um, are you going to yeah. say stop hitting yourself? Yeah, though? it's yeah. I mean, Screaming Mantis, like, she's a badass, so the Kirby version of Screaming Mantis is even more badass. She literally has the remaining psyche of Psycho Mantis inside her mind, so her abilities are already nutso, so how much more of a stretch is it that I just mind control the boss, or in this case, the boss's weird, like grafted punching arm. And like that's what it happens. Also, like psychic powers. I don't know. That's not a weirder answer than anything else anyone else is gonna say, whether it's based in fact or not.
0: Rebuttal? Um, nope. <laughs> I I dis I disagree with a lot of the things that Todd has said today. But that last sentence that it's not a weirder answer than anything else we're going (laughs) to hear. I can't disagree with that. Um, And I'm I'm hung up on that fact.
3: Um, I'm mostly just regretting my choice of, of Kirby target for this episode because Matt and Todd have managed to pick very OP supernatural enemies. And mine just, mine just has a stealth suit and I'm sad. Um, But, but to defeat revolver Ocelot and his person arm, <laughs> um, I'm gonna.
1: You're defeating Metal Gear.
3: Uh, oh, I'm defeating.
1: Yeah, Metal that's Gear. that's
3: what that's what the concept is. Okay. Wait, what is a Metal Gear? It's
1: a big robot. It's a big mech unit.
0: So, Revolver ocelot is the Metal Gear? No, he's a it's person. Not the Metal silly. Metal. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so Is he driving the Metal <laughs> Gear?
1: Um, in some instances, yes. In other instances, he's just getting it. So, okay. So the whole thing is right. It's like, it's like, uh, trying to, you know prevent this, like, crazy, like, nuclear warfare, basically. Like, all these games are, like, analogs or, allegor- or uh, yeah, analogies of, like, the Cold War, which is, like, we develop all these crazy weapons as deterrents, but really we are the enemy, war is bad, blah, 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 blah. Um, but in this, like, fictional universe, like, we keep creating these massive, like, because we have to keep upping ourselves in term of in terms of weaponry, the quote-unquote ultimate weapon is a bipedal tank. So it's, like... <laughs> That's what it's called metal gear. And the whole series is like these different iterations of metal gear, which is like the greatest thing. It's like a walking tank that can shoot nukes. And also I'm 12 and have a boner, Ah, you know, like that kind of thing. You know how you do.
3: I love how it's been just like disproven time and time again, that a bipedal tank would be a terrible idea actually. And Mm. treads are actually like the most all-terrain option available. But um, to answer your question, to defeat the metal gear, I'm going to turn invisible, sneak around unseen and rip it to part with my my octopus arms. Yeah, just unplug and it. yeah, and he'll and and um, to stop the the nuclear threat, he'll you know, Kirby's small and and now invisible and has four octopus arms. I'm going to sneak into those missile silos and just deactivate the missiles before anything can before they can get fired and they'll fire them and they'll be like, yes, my plan has come to fruition. And then they'll just land and not explode. And it'll be really sad for them and they'll be emasculated (laughs) and they'll, they'll cry (laughs) and I'll win. All right. Because missiles are a metaphor for, for manhood. If, if that's not clear,
1: it's interesting because you said you were saying that you didn't have like a good power, but you're the first one to actually talk about like successfully dismantling a robot. Todd's going to try to mind control it. A robot. Well, yeah, Tom. Oh, I'm gonna
2: wait. Let's Todd, not Todd, no 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 got no lost no in the weeds with his <laughs> I'm, psychic abilities. Yeah. I'm gonna mind control to the bad guys. Abilities. I'm gonna mind control the bad guy's right arm, and it's gonna do all the punching and missile diffusing I need it to. <laughs> Argue with me how that makes less sense than him having an arm made out of person.
3: Well you Todd, it just nope. again, you <laughs> I can't you even be caught a, up in the psychic of it all without you didn't complete the mission. Yeah. The mission was prevent the missiles from going off. And you're, you're I hit, I hit the I hit the turn off missiles button with that arm. You didn't say that. You didn't say that until we poked holes in your No, I, I just said it now. Todd's doing side
1: quests I, over here. I just said it
0: now. <laughs> um, I would like it to be my turn I, now.
1: I would also like that. Go yeah. ahead, Matt.
0: Uh, big fucking machine gun. Yep, my turn done. is over. <laughs> 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 you know what works great against robots? Giant machine guns built to destroy planes. I bet they can destroy robots. But how are how are spirit ravens at destroying <laughs> robots? Kyle, you've played a Legend of Zelda game, right? Yeah. Yeah? Have you ever attacked one of the cuckoos? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know how what happens when you attack a cuckoo enough?
2: No, if we're gonna compare spirit ravens anything, they're they're
3: You're keys. S- spirit, a lot ravens, of stretches. spirit ravens are keys. Bird what bats. do you
0: mean? A-, a horde of birds
3: attacking you. Okay. That's that's cuckoos. They're spirit ravens, not not chickens not cut yeah one <laughs> two two different game series entirely yeah uh three i don't have a, three, a third but you're one wrong you're of, you're of course incorrect. it's a
0: different game series it's just an example of the behavior okay no of the birds. no
3: nope if no nope,
2: if you are if you so are, wrong if you're bringing any zelda comparison like i said we've let
0: a lot of things
3: slide this episode and i'm not going to let you turn spirit raven's Controlled by a racist and like a racist Native American character. Not the character's racist, but the, the depiction of him is. Um,
2: ravens are keys, if anything, and everyone knows they are drastically weak against the hookshot, which is why you need to take the hookshot with you on this mission. <laughs> nope. and Todd, that's how you stop. win. That was
0: two weeks ago. <laughs> that was two weeks ago, Todd. It's fine. I stopped at Spirit Chickens. I got stuck at Spirit Chickens. <laughs> if you get attacked by a horde of birds. No matter what the not it doesn't matter if they're they're cuckos or if they're like real world vultures, I don't know, if you get attacked by a horde of birds, it's really disorienting. And so I'm gonna send my spirit ravens to hoard the, the front of the robot so it I don't know, distract it or some shit, and then I'm gonna tear it apart with my giant fucking machine gun that I have that Buff Kirby carries.
2: My idea of having the bad guy punch himself
3: isn't that bad of an idea. It is a bad idea. It's
1: not that good of one either. It's not this well. episode
3: and probably this whole, <laughs> this whole podcast is a mistake
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, with that we're going to take a quick break uh, Think about a lot of the decisions that we've made today Before we break, um, I'm going to reveal the super secret bonus question That I have written down I hope down, it's a
2: long ad break because we got a lot of work that to I do I have written
1: down right here in my notes Here it is uh, We've talked a lot about um, powering up Kirby so let's take it let's take it in the reverse. Which Kirby power would you then map on to a Metal Gear in order to take over the world? Not with an arm made of another man who is liquid or whatever. Casey okay, in a minute. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm Tom. I'm Will. And we're the hosts of Blasting Off Again, a new Pokemon podcast brought to you by the Upward Network. We've decided to take on the task of watching through every episode of Pokemon, providing live commentary and in-depth analysis of everyone's favorite 90s dogfighting cartoon. We're tackling the hard-hitting issues. Is Brock racist? Was coughing the first-ever suicide bomber? What are the environmental implications of using Pikachu to power a building? Will Misty ever get her pipe back? Find out the answer to all these questions and more on Blasting Off Again. Available on the Upward Network, iTunes, and wherever you get your podcasts. We're blasting off
3: again.
1: All right, we're back. Thanks for sticking along with us. Uh, We asked for our super secret bonus question. Uh, We talked a lot about mapping powers onto Kirby um, in order to fight Metal Gear. So we're going to reverse that. Map a Kirby power onto a Metal Gear, which, again, quick reminder, is a giant bipedal robot walking tank that shoots nukes. Map that Kirby power onto your metal uh, to a Metal Gear in order to take over the world, etc., etc. Todd,
2: if there's one Kirby power that would make a giant marching machine even better, it's gonna be Gim's power. Who knows who Gim is? I do. I don't. He's the yo-yo. The yo-yo guy. Oh my god! (laughs) So our our Metal Gear, our stomping bipedal monster is now going to have one goofy arm that comes out <laughs> of the side that has a yo-yo and it's going to swing the shit out of that yo-yo. And just when you think it's done swinging the shit, it's going to do the sweet little head slide thing that Kirby does when you run as him, when he has Gim's power. And that is how we're going to beat the terrorists guys. I don't, I don't hate it. I hate it less than most of the I other don't like things it. that Tata said. Yeah. I, if it means anything to you, Matt, I hate it less than a lot of the things I've said as well. I'll take that. But now I've got these like giant marching T-Rex machines with a big old, big old, like goofy,
1: goofy arm. That's got a yo-yo. Do they have a hat backwards because they're rad and in the nineties? Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. I was going to say it's not just because they're, they're rad, but because it's the nineties more than anything.
1: Um, do you guys remember, did you, well, Matt didn't cause right. Um, did you, The other <laughs> did the other three of you have to learn how to play yo-yo in gym class? Like that one, that one year. Oh, and then yo-yos Jesus. Were really okay. Popular? All right.
0: I'm, I'm it was not a gym how class. How old are you?
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. was that was that before or after tiddlywinks and stickball, Andrew? <laughs> no, but we Andrew, we had a we had a yo-yo like company come and give us a whole assembly yeah, on yo-yos a, yeah, and then sold us yep. yo-yos. Yeah, we right. had that as well. But. Which I'm I'm I thought about a few years ago, and I was like, How did that relate to school at all? It didn't. And how did this yo-yo company, the school got kickbacks. talk its way
1: into yeah, that? Yeah, the big yo-yo really big did yo-yo. its number on <laughs> <laughs> corporate yo-yo made its way through all of our shitty high schools. It really, ma- it really made its way the through
2: Duncan 1996. Corporation. Hey, I want to hear I want to hear your your answers because I don't think they're as rad as
3: mine. Um, actually Todd, it's more rad and, um,
2: Impossible.
3: So, so the, the ability we're going to map onto our metal gear is the, the character zap. It's from the the zap. They're sparky. I'm sorry. I, I oh the, bad start. Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start over. Um, hey, you guys remember Kim? He's
1: the yo-yo yep, one. Yep. Kyle. Why don't you give us your answer for the first time?
3: Uh, the, 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 the Kirby power I want to map on my Metal Gear to make it an unstoppable uh, force of destruction is Sparky's power, which, by its name, you can guess, just shoots electricity. Because what, what are you going to be fighting in your metal tank, your metal walking tank, other metal walking tanks? And you know what's going to shut them down? A lot of ele- extra electricity flying through the air at them. What doesn't get beat by electricity? Almost nothing. People in your way, zap them. Shape shifting liquid metal snake, zap them. Um, it's it's perfect. Beautiful. I don't think I need to explain more.
1: Eloquently said, Matt.
0: Yeah, Kirby I power. got a Kirby power, and it's way more rad than YouTube losers. Um, Kirby sixty four, the crystal shards, best Kirby game. Um, no, combo nah, that's powers. Incorrect. Nobody thinks that you could get <laughs> if you didn't know. Are you going to Metal you, you Vampire this? You get a double-bladed laser sword, a la Darth Maul, Shut and um, nothing works better than mechs, except mechs with double-bladed laser swords, and that's what I'm going to give my Metal Gear, a spark cutter, as it was called in Japan, a double-bladed laser sword. Darth Maul buff Kirby. I'm I'm just, I'm going to encourage you, Matt, to look up
3: what a Metal Gear looks like, and and imagine that wielding a double bladed laser sword and not cutting itself off at the legs. Cause I think you've picked the most silly option today, actually. also I
1: would like to, I would like to point you to every drawing I made when I was 12.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh yeah. Metal gear one came out in 98. Phantom menace came out in 99. Andrew definitely has a notebook full of metal gears, wielding <laughs> dual lightsabers. And
0: Sonic characters. There's Sonic definitely
3: characters. an
1: Andrew
2: the hedgehog in there somewhere.
0: Yeah, sure, fine. I see their Tyrannosaurus Rex-like anatomy, but Yeah, yeah, good luck with that. What
2: you've actually created, Matt, is just a bad version of a battle bot. The one that you look at, you're like, wow, that looks rad, but it's not effective. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I bet we could. St- Had you given it an extra arm and a yo-yo, however, counter-terrorism expert.
1: Yeah, Matt, Matt, Matt's uh, bungled a real Beyblade situation here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know. We'll put an extender <laughs> arm on there and attach the double bladed laser sword to it. I still don't really understand what a metal gear is. So I, I know, but I know <laughs> that that became apparent. All
1: right. Well, let's, uh, so for, thir- for closing thoughts, we'll keep this a little open since you guys have presented pretty well open and shut cases. Um, thank you. We got an OC, we got a Sonic OC here in, uh, in the group chat. Thank you. Glad everybody can see that. Um, So we'll start. Todd, give us your closing statements or, you know, your favorite Metal Gear boss or, you know, what you ate for lunch today. (laughs) Really,
2: (laughs) (laughs) whatever you want to answer the question that's been brought to us today. Screaming Mantis would be the most effective assimilated Kirby power to bring into the Metal Gear Solid world. However, there's another important thing that I want to discuss while I've got your attention. It is that Ravens show empathy for each other. Also, ravens roam around in teenage gangs, and if you liked these two little bits of Raven facts, I've got good news <laughs> for you three because all three of you have been subscribed to Raven facts. For <laughs> once on the hour, you'll now be receiving Raven facts text to your numbers because I put it into Ravenfacts.com.
3: So everything Todd has said about <laughs> ravens today is so much funnier when, if you imagine him talking about the Baltimore Ravens and just like, <laughs> like Matt sending out a team of like a team of spirit football players to attack <laughs> his enemies and, and like the Baltimore Ravens just like having a real solid talk about their feelings with each other because they show empathy, like Todd said, and just it's, it's given me a lot of, a lot of comedic joy. Um, but um, I'm going to tell you why an invisible, four-armed tentacle kirby is the way to go and that is because it is an invisible four-armed tentacle kirby and it's it's better than stupid psychic kirby and and bad racist analogy kirby because it's it's invisible and it has four tentacle
0: arms <laughs> those are my those are my closing arguments fantastic well andrew to answer the last question you posed today I had the new KFC spicy mac and cheese bowl for lunch, and it was very good. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Also, muscly Kirby with a giant machine gun. It's the best.
1: Fantastic. Well, um, boy, howdy, was that a, an effective use of time? Um, why don't <laughs> <laughs> why don't you all go around and give each other some good vibes? Kyle, I thought the powers you brought today were pretty good.
2: I mean, being invisible and having four arms and being able to stab things, that's pretty sweet, I suppose. Isn't it? Isn't that cool? <laughs> um, Matt, your boss is the boss that, like, they finished all the other bosses in the game, and they're like, all right, we still have three more bosses to put into this game, right? And they're like, oh, no, we've actually only got one left. Let's <laughs> give him everything we were going to do for the other ones. But Like, no, no, no. Like, no, that one was going to be... Like the one with the big gun and the one with the raven powers. They're not the same boss. Yeah, they are now, I guess. All right. Shove them in. Okay. It's pretty apparent. None of us know what Metal Gear Solid is.
3: (laughs) 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 All right. Good job, guys. I'm proud of us. We got here together. (laughs) Andrew's got a nice like palm mark on his forehead just from like deciding to continue with this episode after... After it became apparent none of us knew what we were talking about.
2: Also, ravens are extremely playful, and ravens have been featured in many <laughs> myths. And these are just two more samples of Raven facts. It, which it has I not wanna been reiterate an hour yet, Todd. I I have legitimately signed
3: all three of you up for. Um so to continue <laughs> with good vibes, um, Todd, you, you picked the most OP power today because psychic is always the most OP option whenever we're deciding powers. So good job. Good job being that guy who's like, no, I have the best power. It's, it's psychic abilities with a laser shield and you can't do it, anything to hurt me. It does seem to be a, I, gr-
1: a constant thread with him.
3: Yeah, it, it does. I'm, I'm right here
2: while you talk about me. I can hear the things you're saying and I don't appreciate them. You know what you did.
3: <laughs> and and Andrew er, and Matt, because I don't know who anyone is anymore, because this episode was a fever dream. You picked the most original option today, and I actually w- really, really enjoyed that. Mostly because, like Todd said, you, got, you picked a mashup of three bosses into one, and it's very cool. I don't, know, un- I don't understand why, why they did that in that game, because <laughs> none, of the, none of it seems to go together. But it's very interesting and good, so thank you.
0: Yeah, Todd, um, I really liked that your Kirby had four arms and was basically Dr. Octopus with extra powers. Also, Kyle, I really liked that your Kirby had four arms and was basically Dr. Octopus with extra powers, one with mind control and one with invisibility, both the powers that weird kids say they would have if they could have any superpowers. So you really hit the weird Metal Gear nail on the head there, guys. Um... Probably better answers than mine, but I like the way mine looks better. Yeah, because being the kid that just says
3: I have the biggest gun and also spirit ravens is so much better than (laughs) being whatever
0: you you posed on us. I'm not saying that it is... And that's, I don't have a punchline for that. I'm just not saying that it is. We're, we're all losers here today. We all lost to this yeah. one. The biggest yeah. loser, though, was Andrew, who had to hear us talk about a game series <laughs> that he liked in this way.
1: This wouldn't be the first time. Man, if only we had a side hustle kind of show where we would, like, go through crazy lore and stories in a long format. And I don't want to do it. a
2: lore cast of Metal Gear Solid. I will not be part of it. I do because
3: it'll Stim. stop it. It'll be worse than the Kingdom Hearts. Yes. one.
1: Yes. <laughs> give to give to the hate. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to award um, two of you. Obviously, didn't win. didn't win. Didn't come close to winning. The one of you did win. Um, so I'm going to award the three of you an award based on main characters in Metal Gear Solid one.
3: And this is going to be really fun for me and not for you guys. So it's not going to make sense to the three of us who haven't played these games. None of
2: us will respond until you actually say so. And so you are the winner today. That's correct.
3: Yeah, exactly. Kyle, you didn't win. Good. (laughs) Great. Um, Kyle, I'm going to
1: award you the gray Fox award slash a.k.a. Gray Fox, a.k.a. Frank Yeager, a.k.a. the cyborg ninja.
3: That's actually kind of cool. Yeah, I know what all those mean. So you don't have to explain what, what award I want. I know, I know exactly what I'm so giving
1: you, I'm, giving you, I'm giving you the gray Fox award because, um, while you came in, you came in real hot, you came in real flashy, real cool. Uh, we thought we were going to get a lot out of you, but you just kind of disappeared. And, uh, man, I really want a gray Fox game. So good try. Good. Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> uh, Todd, you also didn't win. Ooh. Um, so I'm going to award you the Oticon award. Oh wait, Otakon, Otakon, uh, aka oh uh, the Otakon award, <laughs> of course. Thank you, yeah, thank absolutely. Uh, Otakon, aka Hal Emmerich, aka Snake's uh, Snake's partner in crime. Uh, his uh, he's uh, he's the cue to his bond, if you will. Um, Otakon is you know loyal. He tries really hard, but gosh darn it, he just never seems to get the hit the mark. He can definitely be be told that he's got the most heart of the group. Um, He's definitely a bit of a a bit of a mascot, if you will, but he's just never going to get that leading man title.
2: Do you know who Is would mascot? Do you
1: know,
2: well, do you know who would hit the mark? Ravens, because <laughs> they are one of the smartest animals in <laughs> in the in the animal kingdom.
1: That's true. They are. So Matt, yeah! as our winner today, I'm yeah! going to award you. I'm going to award you the coveted Sno- solid snake award. Yeah because despite the fact that you're stuck in a room of psycho- psychotic murderers, uh, people who can control your mind, people who have sniper rifles and can control wolves or whatever happening. People with rollerblades who can, uh, you <laughs> <laughs> have C4, uh, <laughs> you have proven that all it takes is to have a barrel chest and a gun to Hell win the day. Yeah, it
0: does. Hell yeah, it does.
1: And that is why you are today's winner. There's a lot to be said
2: about the fact that Andrew didn't choose Two of the women, which were great options and said he went with mm-hmm. the man with the gigantic gun. That's what it is. This takes us you into part two of point, this Todd. episode talking about Andrew's deep seated prejudices.
1: And thanks for listening in to debate this. Please follow along <laughs> with the arguments on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at debate. This cast. Check out our website at debatethiscast.com and look for my new show splintering away from debate this where I just talk about <laughs> Metal Gear Solid and the other things that I like
3: Metal Gear Solid and <laughs> and Fire Emblem Three Houses that's correct <laughs> on repeat that's correct
1: uh, if you like what you hear please leave us a review so more people can hear this insanity uh, and so next time I'm Andrew Henderson
2: I'm Todd sponsored by ravenfacts.com
3: Thomas I am Kyle I got nothing. I don't even know what happened this
0: episode, Harper. I'm Matt. This is the episode where we say the words Big Cloaca Cole.
1: <laughs> Are we saying thanks for debating with that? <laughs> Gross. And if you think we're wrong, you can come find us behind the swing set, nerd.